0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society.
1: Just worship, worship from the bottom of your heart, thank you Lord for this is the day, this is the day, this is the day, in this scheme of things, this is the day. Not just a literal Sunday, 6 o'clock or about 6 o'clock or after, it is the day. It is the day, the day in the scheme of things. The day according to your program and purpose. It's a day of miracle. It's a day of refreshing. It's a day of voicing. It's a day of faith. And though we tap into the realm of the spirit into this day. And we receive from you. We are glad that we are here. We bless your name. We glorify your name. We magnify you, Heavenly Father. Be glorified. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. And please take your seat. God bless you. It's a pleasure to be here. It's my pleasure to be here and uh, greeting from the man of God. uh, Any miracle can happen, you know. I don't want to promise anything, but he can appear anytime. Because he appeared somewhere yesterday and everyone was like, is it that the Lord is coming? It can happen. Tell somebody it can happen. You can just find him here any moment from now. Amen. Praise the Lord. I just want to greet Pastor uh, Eric and Pastor for doing a great work in your life for raising a militant church. You know, there's a different... There are churches and there are churches. This is a militant church. A militant church can move anytime, anywhere. It's a militant church. Recently, we were talking to a pastor's wife and we said something happened. Why are we not hearing your voice? He said, I shut down. I said, you shut down? What is the meaning of shutting down? You don't shut down. Yeah. Revelation says, I saw heaven open. Yeah. Standing open. Heaven is always open. It's you that is just seeing it. Yeah. Nathaniel told Jesus, I saw Heaven open. Heaven has always been open. (laughs) It is that the Lord should open your eyes to see what has been open. So you don't shut down. In the midst of situations, circumstances, you don't shut down. You wait for the next command. Militant people don't shut down. They wait for the next command. If you belong to the military, yet they can wake you up in the middle of the night. They can call you back from your honeymoon. That's what it means to be militant. Anytime, any day. Whatever the Lord says, we're ready. And that's why we're here now. And God is taking us somewhere. I believe so. Congratulate your pastors. Help me, you know, appreciate them again. For being very, very strong in the spirit. Hallelujah. We appreciate you. And today, I just want to talk briefly on what I titled Praying Without Articulate Utterance. Pray without. Praying without articulate utterance because uh, recently I was praying in my room and uh, because we find ourselves in a situation that it was so, 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 uh, you know, challenging. Let me put it that way. And you just see yourself praying all kinds of prayer and as I was praying in the room just like two weeks ago I just discovered that I was no longer talking I was no longer speaking in tongue I was just weeping and I couldn't even stop and that will not be the first time but I didn't understand it the the way the understanding is coming to me now because it's just like, okay, sometimes you can pray and you can weep. And so I didn't understand it. So after the prayer, well, that was around 2 a.m. in the morning. And I was led to go to my husband and I said, look at what I'm experiencing. There is a groaning in my spirit. And we started searching the word of God and searching the word of God. And sometimes when God ministers something to you, you also want confirmations from other people. So you want confirmation from other voices. Is anyone experiencing what I'm experiencing before the devil begins to say some, you know, some things and say you are deceived? Maybe something is wrong with you. So we, we now went to the word of God and we make confirmations. And I'm 110% convinced that this is a dimension we need to delve into. You know, there are dimensions. Do you know that? There are revelations and there are revelations. It is said, deep, call it unto deep. Mm-hmm. There's how you go deeper and you call into the deep things of God also. So deep, call it unto deep. And we were able to confirm that this is the will of God. This is a dimension that people of God must be ushered into. And you must be un- ushered into it. And let me tell you, uh, ahead of time, it's not going to make sense. Because... Sometimes when it makes sense too much, it's not of the spirit. When it makes sense too much. The things of God sometimes don't make sense. But it is real. It is what God is doing. And so what you do is that you tap into it. May God grant you encounters today. And that encounter will begin to take you to deeper things. Not just deeper things. He will begin to grant you breakthrough in the realm of the spirit. Because you need breakthrough in the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praying without utterance. If you read Ephesians six eighteen, we are so used to that because we are a praying church. Ephesians chapter six verse eighteen. Can, can it's impossible it to have it on the screen? Okay. Ephesians six eighteen. They say, Pray always, with our prayer and supplication in where in the spirit, being watchful to this end, with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And recently, the Lord began to minister to me even about perseverance and patience. Because in Revelation, at a point where the Antichrist and the evil, the beast and all those manifestations that will be happening, not in the by and by that are happening even now. And you see the word of God says phrases like hearing is the patience of the saints. And the Lord has say to me, the saints need patience, they need perseverance. So there are things you are going through, and what the spirit is saying is the hearing is your patience because God is doing something. God is up to something, and God is taking you somewhere. And when it seems very hard and very tough, the spirit will say to you, hearing is your patience. This is where God wants you to, to, to be patient, not when you are microwaving and it's one minute or 30 minutes is so long for you, or you are boiling rice and it's like, won't this food be ready on time? No, the patient that make you wait until God does what he promised you. What well, he says, he will do. Because you can't forget the promise of God. So, this place says we should pray with all prayers. Amen. That is to say, one prayer is limited. When you pray one kind of prayer, it's limited. There, are, there is what He call all prayers. Even when you don't need it, yes, pray or pray prayer. There's prayer of deliverance. For who, I don't know. There is prayer of faith. When you are praying prayer of faith, that's where you begin to quote scriptures, right? Because that's where you believe everything God says. There is prayer of worship. He said, all prayer. There is prayer of desperation. You know you have prayer of desperation. What kind of prayer was Peter praying when he was walking on water and he was sinking? He said, Lord, save me. He didn't plan to do that prayer. But he was desperate at that time. That kind of prayer, that type of prayer that Jonah prayed in the belly of the sea, of the fish. Have you imagined how easy it is to sleep in the belly of wave? No window, nothing, no light. You can't go to where you like. The fish drive you to wherever it pleases. And you, you won't know when you were in the ocean of Cape Town or you are now, you are where again? In US, in Dubai. You don't know. Because the fish was just carrying him. He spent three days in the belly of the feast. And he said, I was in hell. And he said, when he was praying, he wasn't praying, praying a kind of psychedelic prayer that said, God, I think you understand what I'm trying to say with phonetic. <laughs> it was a prayer of desperation. Oh God! So the Bible says, pray all kinds of prayer. You can pray all kinds of prayer. There are prayers of delight. God, I just love you for what you are doing in my life these days. You just gave me a car. Gave me a new house. Now I'm pregnant. I have food to eat. It's called prayer of delight. And you can sing a prayer. So he said, we should pray with all kinds of prayer. So if you pray one type of prayer, you are limited But with all kinds of prayer and everything, if you read the book of James, chapter three, verse four, the Bible, you know, says to us that we do prayer miss. That with all this type of prayer, we pray miss. We pray and we cannot even get what we want. How many of you? I'm raising my hand. Have unanswered prayers? He said, we pray amiss. Look also. No, 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 no. James, am I quoting right? James chapter 3, he says, we pray amiss. Chapter 4, thank you. Chapter 4, verse 3 or 4, he says, we pray amiss. We ask amiss. Praise God. So, if that is the, the problem, it means that many of our prayers are feeble. Feeble prayers, weak prayer, unanswered prayer. So at what point do we begin to pray prayers that can be answered? That is where I'm taking us to. That is prayer without articulate utterance. At that time, you are not even saying anything. You are before the Lord and it is the Holy Spirit that is doing the praying. That take us to where I'm going. The text for today is Romans chapter 8 from verse 26. I know we have read it many times. I've read it also many, many times. Okay? Uh, uh, Romans chapter 8 from verse 26 to 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our weaknesses. I thought we have one weakness. He said, no, we have weaknesses. Many weaknesses in the area of prayer. Our weaknesses, not because we can't shout, not because we are not articulate, but because he said, for we do not know what we should pray for, as we ought to pray. We don't know what we should pray for. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with, with what? Groanies. Everybody say groanies. groanies. Say to somebody, there is groaning in prayer. That's where we're going today. We groan is We cannot be uttered. In, 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 in uh, Amplified, he said, it can't be uttered in articulate speech. It's not in your language. It's not in my language. And it's not just tongues. It can't be uttered. Okay, in verse 27, what does he say? It's, okay, thank you. Let's go to verse 27 now. What does verse 27 say? Uh, verse 27 says, And he who searches the hearts... Of men. He who says he knows what is in the mind of the Holy Spirit, what is intent is, because the Spirit intercede and pleads before God in behalf of the saint, according to and in the harmony of God. That's what groanings does when we begin to grow. It means pray without word, pray without utterance, but groanings. People of God, there is a dimension of groaning. There's a dimension of groaning. Amen. Amen? Amen. I was reading a particular book on church history. There's a man, there was a man in the ministry and in the life of Giffeny called Daniel Nash. I'm sure Pastor Eric will know about him. When Giffeny is going to any place for crusade, for evangelical meetings, Daniel Nash and some of his partner, intercessors, as we call them, we go ahead of time. And there was this particular time that a nurse went ahead and a woman would be passing through the particular place they were praying and would be hearing them groaning. And she didn't know what to do. And she was waiting for Giffany to arrive. And Giphany arrived and he was like, sir, we don't know what has been happening to these people. Maybe they're in the kind of trouble. Because whenever you are passing, you hear them sighing and you hear them groaning because they weren't hearing prayers with articulate peace. They weren't talking grammar. They weren't speaking English. They were just groaning. And when Giphany stand on the platform to preach, you will see sinners crying and weeping because they have interceded according to the heart of God for the souls of the people in those regions. And it wasn't the preaching of Giphany. It was the groaning of his prayer partners. That is the kind of prayer we talk about. Praise the Lord. Granny comes with heavy bodies. It comes with heavy bodies. That make your words and your articulate speech ineffective. You may know all the names of God. Jehovah this, Jehovah that, Jehovah this. It doesn't really matter at this time. There are times those ones can walk. Or can make you feel good that you pray in church. Do you know some brothers that don't even pray at home when they say pray for us? They will be talking to God as if they are talking to me. God, you know that you know, you know, you 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 know. And even they will even be praying for for some brother and some sister. He doesn't deserve what you are about to do. Even in some prayers, we advise God in our prayer. We advise Him what He should do. No, let's see Acts of Apostles chapter seven verse thirty-four. Acts chapter seven. Am I communicating to you this evening? Hallelujah. Acts 7, verse 34. That was uh, Stephen. Stephen was one of the greatest brothers I've seen in my life. I've heard about in my life. Go back to Acts 7 and read it. Acts 7 is one of the greatest teaching of the Bible. There were things we didn't understand about Moses until we came to Acts 7. How he decided to leave Egypt. How he decided not to become son of Pharaoh's daughter. How he started from our father Abraham and read genealogy. And they were stoning him. And he didn't say, "Aniele, you are among the people stoning me. You know, sometimes our, our problem is that you want to locate your enemy and put a name. So Anele stoned Doctor, you are one of them. No. He didn't even know who was stoning him. He wasn't even paying attention. You pay attention too much to what people are saying about you. You pay attention. You give attention. I was telling someone that if I'm in the airplane and someone is trying to spit on me, guess what? That spit is going to come back to the face of that individual because I'm in the airplane and the person down there was just looking like toys. So when you are high up there, you don't answer. You don't answer. You don't respond. So it depends on where you are if you are at the same level. And I used to tell people, the devil will fight you on a canal ground. The canal ground is the devil's ground. That's his natural terrain. When you meet on that canal ground, you can't beat him. And he tried to draw people. Out, I mean, Jesus even out of the spiritual area. You come and turn stone to bread. You do this. You, you, you took him physically. And you see, Jesus didn't respond. Tell somebody, stop responding to things. Anyway, let's read Acts 7. Verse God was saying, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. I have had their what? groanings." He said he had their groaning, not their prayer. They don't even know how to pray. I've had their groaning and I have come down to deliver them, and now come, I will send you to Egypt. Amen. And if you read very well, very interesting. And the Bible now said, That's Moses, which they rejected at first. In your purpose and in destiny, people may reject you at first. But they are coming back to you. But God said, What, what? God said He had their groaning. There are situations you can't explain. There are situations you find yourself you can't even explain how you get to where you are now. Why is it that you are still where you are? Why is it that what people do to succeed, you do, you don't succeed? You can't explain. Why is it that you are not married now? You can't explain. These are situations you find yourself. Why is this? Why is that? Why is it? You cannot explain, but growing will sort you out. Growness will sought you out before the Lord. Hallelujah. Why? Because heaven know what you don't know. In Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3. Let's see. So it was groaning of the children of Israel that God had out of Egypt. And he now sent the same Moses. Amen. He said, call to me and I will answer you and show you what? So you great and mighty thing, which you don't know. Now, let me ask you a question. Can you pray about what you don't know? Yeah. He is going to show you great and mighty that you don't know. How do you pray? How will what you don't know become a prayer point? It's not possible. It has to be by the spirit the spirit is the only one that knows what God has in store for you that you know not now let me help you pray in tongues help you and lead you to the place of groaning because sometimes we just know tongue and even the tongue you have not changed it for a long time the Suzuki Suzuki still remain there (laughs) You're not, you are not, you don't even pray for utterance in speaking in tongues. Because even that one you are speaking is like, the devil still on once in a while. Are you sure? Are you really sure? No. You pray and you grow and, and the speaking in tongues take you to groaning. Now, if you are someone who complain about your spiritual life, your prayer life, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm weak in prayer. Uh, the, the question is, how long are you going to be weak in prayer? How far can that take you? Stop singing it. Change. Stop saying I'm weak in prayers. When the disciples came to Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray. He said, when you pray, it's not if you pray. Because he knows you're going to pray. So he said, when you pray, say it like this. Because a Christian must pray. Men ought always to pray and not to fail. But most of the time when you are praying and you don't have the Holy Spirit, you are not speaking in tongue. Are you hearing now? And I know some people may not speak in tongues, but seek for it. It's, it's a gift to you. It's your right, it's your birthright, it's your inheritance. Stop talking about it. I don't even like how those people pray in tongue. No. It's part of your life. Do it. First Corinthians 14 says, if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit is praying and my understanding is unfruitful. I don't have to understand what I'm praying. Habib, then he said, I will pray in the spirit and I will pray with my understanding. Praying with your understanding means praying in the language you know. Okay? Okay? So, it's praying tongue that leads to groaning. So, but you discover when you are praying tongue, sometimes you are still distracted, but keep praying. Oh, you are praying and it's like, ah, something is in the microwave. Oh, it's a ba. I have not paid for, I have not bought electricity. Is that what you do here? That's why when you are praying, don't even let your phone be close to you. Don't put your prayer point in your phone. Because where you are trying to locate the prayer point, there is a WhatsApp. oh. So when I want to pray, I throw the phone away. If whatever is like, I used to ask people: since you've been close there, me putting your phone off and everything, have you ever missed a contract of millions? If it's yours and they know you are the qualified one, they will call you back. There's what is called missed call. <laughs> That's why I don't help anybody pick his or her phone. If my husband's phone is ringing, it's like ring on TV, whatever. What's my business? I say, hello, he's not available. Who has you to do that? I'm thinking the person calling will know he is not available. That's why he didn't pick. So don't distract yourself. Don't try to know who is calling, who is not calling. So you don't put your prayer point in your phone because you'll be distracted. Print it, write it, and, and throw away the phone. Okay, and then you pray in the spirit because if you are someone who is see, paying attention to other things, you can't get to this level of praying without utterance. You won't be able to get that. You, oh, hallelujah. You may know many scriptures. You may quote scripture. That's prayer of faith. And prayer of faith can work. Because say if you say, if anyone is sick in the church, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray and the prayer of faith will heal him. So prayer of faith can work. Amen? Amen. But there's some prayer, dimension of prayer you get to and you just see yourself groaning. I remember many years ago, my parent in law, they die at the same time, like within 48 hours. And we have to go do burial in my village and it's about seven hours drive. And I woke up in the night like around 3 a.m. of that particular day that people would be coming from Lagos and seven, I mean, Four, between four to five hundred people are driving to the village and I woke up to pray. At some point, as I was praying and praying and praying, I got to speaking in tongues and at some point, I started wailing. There was a heavy burden on my heart. I couldn't mention what it was but I was praying in the spirit and I was weeping and I was crying and I was sweating. And for about one hour, after about an hour, I there was this peace that passes all understanding that overwhelmed me and I knew nobody was going to die. And every single person came to Lagos, I mean to the village and returned back in peace. That's the kind of prayer. It's not the kind of father as they are going let them go and come back. Keep their coming out and they are coming in. Yes, it's good. But there are times that God knows that the devil already planned some things. And it is only during prayer you can cancel it. If you are someone who has fasted for many days before, like we used to do, there's a point in ghetto. You can't pray with articulate utterance. You can't. I remember many years ago, I was doing 21 days, not eating in the evening, please. Just water. 21 days prayer. At some point, I will see myself out of my body. And the Lord will be telling me different thing, different thing, taking me to different homes and coming back. And you will not be able to pray in your articulate language. You can't do it. You can't even pray in this, in tongues there will be time that the spirit will say, just keep quiet. Just lie down before me and just be, just, just, just know. Sometimes it could be that there's a conference coming. And because when conferences come, people are coming from all over. And with prayer, will start. And at some point you will just see yourself groaning, groaning people of God. There is groaning in prayer. Amen. There is that stubborn thing in your life. that have refused to answer to your prayer. From this day, you begin to groan in Jesus' name. And I'm so convinced that when you groan, you will receive answer. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If you're a worshiper, there's, I don't know, I mean, true worshiper. There are times you're worshipping. Like from my experience, I'm worshipping. And at a particular point, the spirit will just say to me, there's healing now. Not because I want to pray for the sick because there are times that there can be a song that is so melodious and the spirit will not be on this, that song. And people love that song. They want you to sing it. And the spirit will bring another one. And then you begin to sing. Have you ever sung? You see, there's some songwriter, they will sing and then at some point there's no water to eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is still singing. There are times the spirit will take over. And then you know the power of God is present to heal. Praise the Lord. Deep wordless prayer. That is no word. Let's see the book of Hebrew 5.7. Let's see. The book of Hebrew chapter 5 verse 7. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody receive answer to your prayer. This is talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible say, who in the days of his flesh. Now, if God in the flesh, how many of you know Jesus is God? He came in the flesh. Well, as soon as he found himself in the flesh, he know <laughs> he need to pray. When you find yourself in the flesh, guys, you need to pray. So Jesus in the days of his flesh, Jesus was God. If God knew that he needed to pray, how about you? He said, in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up what? Prayers. You see, places that we say, and Jesus went to a mountain to pray and he prayed. Not to picnic, not to play. Okay. When he says he's praying, he's praying. He prays before he will preach. He will pray before he will say anything. And the disciples will come to him and say, all men look for you. It's like, let all men wait. I'm praying. Okay? So he offered prayers and what? Supplication. But look at the other type of prayer he did. With what? Vehement cry. What is vehement cry, Pastor Ve- Vehement prayer. Eh? Cries. And what? Tears. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Jesus was crying in the place of prayer. When did you cry last? In the place of your prayer. No. So, when you read John 11, and you hear Jesus wept, he wasn't weeping because the situation overwhelmed him. He was praying. That's why after he wept, he said, where did you lay him? It wasn't Jesus wept as in. He wept because Lazarus was his friend. What will whipping do? Weeping will not do anything. Prayer is what changes things. Amen. Amen. And as he was going, that is in that um, um, John 11, the Bible says he was going towards the tomb. He was groaning. So Jesus wept is not the type of crying you do when you have emotional breakdown. He didn't have emotional breakdown. He was praying. So you see here that he went, who took away my scripture? (laughs) With cries and tears. Cries and tears. That's groaning. Cries and tears. To him who was able to save him from death and was hard because of his godly fear. Because at that time, he knew this death on the cross was going to cause him separation from God. And so the kind of prayer he was praying that dare to not hold me captive in the grave. I don't want to be there. And he was hard. Okay? He was hard. This prayer, the Gethsemane experience where he was praying and he was sweating. This is not the kind of prayer you pray with grammar. You'll be short of words. You will use all the vocab, you know. And you won't have what to say. It was a kind of groaning and laboring in the place of prayer. Is somebody hearing me? He was laboring in the place of prayer. He was praying and he was groaning. Amen. And the Bible says angels came to minister to him. Moses and Elijah came to minister to him also. And they were not saying to him because in the place of groaning, you know the will of God. They didn't say, okay, don't worry, we've had your prayer, you are no longer dying. No, they came to encourage him because of the debt he will accomplish. They call debt accomplishment. Because in the place of in the place of groaning, there's nothing God can say to you. God can say that's money you are hiding or keeping for something, and that is not raising fund now. You and God, you are the only one in that secret place of groaning. Because that is the place he said you will go to the cross. That's the place he will say you will give that amount. Nobody told you, no pastor, nobody. And when you bring it, the pastor will say something like, are you sure? <laughs> are you really sure of what he say, I heard him clearly. May you begin to hear God clearly. Yeah. So if he needed groaning and crying, how about you? You need that crying and that groaning. Amen. There is what God want to give battle in this church, in this assembly. It will take people that are ready to groan. Somebody hearing me? People that are ready to groan to assess what God want to do. Praise the Lord. So many scriptures to groaning is like traveling. Okay? Groaning is like traveling. And you know what traveling means? It means labor. And those of you that have been in the labor room, you understand what it means to travel. In Isaiah 66, verse 8, it's there. Groaning is like traveling in labor. When you are laboring, you don't speak grammar. You yell, you shout, you say stuff you call for whatever who has had such a thing who has seen such thing shall the earth be made to give birth in one day or shall a nation be born at once do you know this is every nation church and God is making a nation out of this place but get it into your heart and your soul that a nation cannot be given birth in one day The reason why you have to go through certain things because what God is giving back through you is heavy. It's heavy. So you can't see. Everything cannot just be like that, like that. So, so. So easy. No. Okay? Okay? So a nation be born at once for as soon as Zion was where? In Labor. As soon as I was delivered, she gave back to her children. There are children to be given back to. In this region and in the region of the world. It will take those who can labor in prayer. Those who can do what? Labor in prayer. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Somebody. Oh, satala shekebo. Hallelujah. Let's see the story of Hannah briefly. First Samuel chapter 1 from verse 12. How many of you do you know Hannah? Hannah in the Bible. You know how long she was looking for a child. How she told her husband. I mean the husband is like am I more am I no more than 10 sons to you? It's like no 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 you have your place but you are not like more than 10 sons. I want my own children. I love her. Very realistic woman. It's like saying yes but Penina is there you know. That is saying you can't send my children anywhere. So anyway, they used to go to Silo every year and they went this time. Okay? Verse 12. Verse 12. Let's not go to the story. Verse 12 where Hannah now got to the place and it happened as she continued doing what? pray, before who? Before the law that Eli watched her mouth. Eli did what? Watch her mouth, not her voice. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Verse thirteen. Now Hannah spoke in her heart; only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she was drunk. Now I don't understand this. I don't understand this. Correct me if you if you can. Her mouth was the only one moving, but when you are groaning. It's not the kind of mouth is moving. No other place was moving. She was just like, how can someone think you are, drink- you are drunk? I'm sure she was rolling. She was, ah. When is groaning? <laughs> if somebody is groaning, you will be rolling. You will stand up. You will sit down. You will hit your body on the ground because of what you are looking for. You are so desperate. Because he said, as soon as I own labor. Have you ever seen a cool cam labor? She was just there and she lay down. And suddenly, with smiling, the baby just came out. <laughs> no. You will roll, they will hold you. They will, you know. That was what Anna was doing. It, and they thought she was drunk. They thought she was drunk. Okay? Can we see verse 14? Maybe there's something there. Verse 14. So Eli said to her, how long will you be drunk? Put away that wine away from you. You are defiling the temple of God. Let's see what she said. What she said to Eli. But Anna answered and said, no my lord, I am a woman of what? Sorrowful spirit. Now, this sorrowful spirit is not that kind of depressive spirit. Sometimes, and it may be. you say, I have a sorrowful spirit. At that time, you don't even know what to say. You don't even know what to pray. There are times that clouds will fall over you. that it form over your head. And you're having a feeling that something is about to happen. You cannot explain it. And you don't know what to do. That's when to groan. Amen. Amen. Don't just ignore it. Don't ignore it. That's when to groan, to go there and groan. You don't know what is about to happen. So he said, he said, woman of sorrowful spirit, I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but I have done what? Read that poured out again. Poured out my soul. Groaning is when you pouring your soul. You pouring your soul before the Lord. That was not how I did. And of course even Eli in his state when you talk about maybe he's now old, not as anointed as he used to be said, if that is so this kind of prayer cannot go unanswered. Go home and you will bring your baby I mean next year. That's the kind of prayer. Groaning without utterance. Praise God. I say praise God. May I just give you a secret because God told me, he's ushering you into that realm of groaning. After praying in the spirit, you now stay a little bit and you begin to groan for it. You begin to grow. Groan. God was telling me recently, he said, do you know you don't have to pray for long life? No. You don't have to pray. It's intercessors that live Long. Those who are ready to make themselves intercessors to do something until they see something happen. They live long. You know how I know? Simeon. Simeon and Anna. Simeon and Anna in the Bible, they have been praying and interceding to see the salvation of the Lord. And intercessors are so sensitive to the spirit of God. Simeon was at home. I think this story is in Luke. It's in Luke. You will see it in Luke chapter uh, 2. If you read from verse uh, 25, you will see this story. From verse 25 to verse 35, verse 36 to verse 38. You see it there. Simeon was at home. He's been praying for the consolation of Israel. That's what he prays for. And we get to a level of groaning. And one day the spirit say, what are you doing here? Rush to the temple. They are dedicating a the baby there. Intercessors are sensitive to the spirit. They can discern what is going on in the realm of the spirit. And they, he went, he's been there. How, how old was he? That's a, uh Luke 2, from verse 25, you can forward. You will see there. Re, um, Anna just spent like seven years with her husband, and that was it. And she became an intercessor. As of the time Jesus was born, he, she was above 80. Do you want to live long? Yes. I Don't just say, God, I want to live long. Become an intercessor. Yes. You will live long. Yes. Because what you are praying for, God will ensure that you see it. Yes. What is the prayer you are praying for this church? What prayer are you praying I want to see us established. I want to see us own our own property. I want to see the crowd to come and hear the word of God. I want to see salvation of soul. These are the things I want to see. And you are praying it and praying it and groaning it. God will make sure you live long to see. It's not a prayer. It's a reality. It's in the Bible. He prayed until he experienced everything. And do you know what he said? This man, Simeon, said finally, now, I think your servant can depart. May that be your portion in Jesus' name. May that be your portion in Jesus' name. Where you are so satisfied with long life. And you say, I've seen what I want to see. Your servant can now depart because he was a great, great intercessor. Praise the Lord, somebody. I say, praise the Lord, somebody. So that place said, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought to pray. But the Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered in articulate speech. Which means when you are groaning, you know what it means. If you are passing, I think it was my husband that was illustrating. If you are passing through a particular passage and you are hearing some people laughing, does it catch your attention? No. But if there are people in another room groaning, you will want to know what is going on there. When you are groaning, God looks down from heaven to see what is going on here. When you are groaning, it's not a prayer of delight. It's a prayer of groaning. In the place where you are making mmm, 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 oh, ah. Doesn't make sense, does it? But it works. Doesn't make sense. You give birth to a place that God has, you know, destined for you. You give birth to the souls in town. Oh, doing evangelism is good. It's good. And keep doing. But if you go for evangelism and there is no travel, like Paul said, my little children, right? Who are traveling in bath again? Why was he doing that? Until Christ is formed. Amen. Do you notice a particular lady in church, a particular brother in church? You think there are no changes here. This is not the time to gossip, it's time to grow. But you know, it's very easy to worship than to groan. It's very easy. It's time to groan. If you love the people, you want to groan. I am traveling for you again. So that what will happen, that Christ will be formed in you. Christ has to be formed in them. Amen. Have you ever worshipped? And in the place of worship, you don't know what happened to you. You are just shopping. That's when the spirit takes over. You don't know. Now you have to be more sensitive to the spirit. When you see that something is welling up in your heart. You can't even know. There will be a heavy body welling up in your heart. Okay? That's not when to quen- when the Bible says quench not the spirit. Because the spirit wants to take over that intercession at that time. He wants to groan through you. How many of you are ready for the to use you in the place of groaning for your children, in the place of groaning for your pastors, in the place of groaning for your church, in the place of groaning for sinners, where you are praying and it's endless and you don't get up until the burden is lifted. It's not it's, it's now God, Satan, Amen. No. We're talking of re-groaning real agonizing in the place of prayer some people the old-time revivalists they will pray until the, the skin of their of their knees become like the hoof the hoof of a horse they have prayed and pray one time somebody prayed he couldn't get up again because the skin stuck to the ground We are too comfortable. We are too psychedelic. We are too what do you call it again? Eh? Sophisticated. We are not talking of sophisticated prayer here. We are talking of prayer that you will pray, and Jesus Himself will stand like the prayer of Bartimaeus. Praise the Lord! How many of you are ready to do that? Because this is this is a season that God is is ushering you to. That you have prayed, it's time to groan. God, do call for groaning. Time will not permit. To. God used to call his people for groaning. Praise God. Let's see First Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians chapter 2. From verse 9 to 10. First Corinthians 2. Verse 9 to 10. Talking about the duty to your God. God is faithful by who you were called. Am I are we reading? For well, as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear had. Nor have he entered into the heart of man <laughs> the things we God have prepared for those that love him. I don't understand this. There are some things God prepared for you, but I have not had it, and I have not seen it. He has not even entered your heart. How will it be assessed by the spirit? It's by the spirit. But God has revealed them to us through what? Through his spirit. For the spirit searches, how many things? All things. The spirit is unlimited. I want to plead with you. Don't underlieve your privilege. You have privileges in the spirit. There are things that have been freely given to you. You have not seen it. You've not had it. Prophetic, have not picked it. There have not been prophecy about it, but the spirit knows it. But that is the same spirit you don't want to stay with. The only prayer you know how to pray is to bless food. Okay? For the spirit searches all things. Yes! (laughs) Which thing of God? Eh eh. Which things of God? Deep things of God. Oh, not shallow things of God. Not the shallow things. Deep calling unto deep. He searches the deep things of God. When are you going to get to that deep, those deep things of God? It's in the place of groaning. And you have them. You have them. You have them. Things that you do not know. That when you call on him, you see him answering you. Praise God. Let's see verse 10. Okay? Have we read everything? We've read from verse 9 to 10. God has revealed them to us. The deep things of God. So, in the place of prayer or groaning, you are also having in your mind and need to know the deeper things. I realize that when you finish groaning, hearing God becomes easy. It's true. Hearing God becomes what? Easy. Oh, I don't know the will of God. I'm confused. I don't know what to do. I don't know what step to to take. Go before the Spirit and groan before him. Do we have people that can groan in the house? No, do we really have people that can groan? I will call you out to come and groan and let me hear you. (laughs) I'm serious. We need to groan. As a parent, when you hear your children groaning, do you know how it touches you? Do you know how it affects you? They are not even praying. They are not even talking. And you are saying, "What happened? What? What? If you that are evil know how to do good things for your children, when you hear them groaning or sighing, there is a place of sighing, and it is only those that are sigh that God said they should put in His seal. Amen. Psalm 107. Rounding up now. Time is up. Psalm 107. Let's read from verse 23. 107. From now on, your prayer life is changing. It's changing. It's changing. He said there are those who, who go down to the sea in ships. What do they do? They do business on great waters. And this place, by the time you get to the end, you will see it's talking about spiritual thing. It's not talking about literal fishing. They do business in great waters. But some do business on shallow waters. Let's go ahead. Let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. Verse 24. Verse 24. Thank you. They see the works of the Lord because they go deeper. When you go deeper, you see the work of the Lord and his wonders. Where do they see it? In the deep. They don't see it in the ABC of Christian life. As good as it may be. Some people don't want to go deeper. When you invite them to go deeper, they say, please, I am satisfied with coming every Sunday evening and I'm just okay. They say, There's a prayer meeting. They say, Prayer, what? I'm, I'm just okay, I'm cool. Yeah, you'll be cool in the little, little things. Okay? For he who commands and raises the storming wind, which lifts up the waves of the sea. Let's go ahead. They mount up to the heavens, they go down again to the depth. They're so mad because of trouble. Okay? They reel, toe and fro, and stagger like drunk. You know, that's the place of groaning, the place of prayer. When you come down, those who are mocking you will begin to celebrate you. You know what happened to Moses? And they were mocking him when he says anything. This Moses, we don't even know what has happened. He used to go and come down, but this time around, he went up and came down. They couldn't look at his face don't need to pray about anybody. Just make sure you give yourself to prayer. In the place of groaning and say, God, behold, they are threatening. God, look at what they are saying. Look at what they are doing. And then you begin to, hmm, hmm. And she, he came down and nobody could look at his face again. And they were begging him to put an on his face. Because of the power of God. The presence of God robbed of Moses. Okay? Praise the Lord. So help me tell your neighbor, don't feast in shallow water. Go deeper in the place of groaning. And the Lord gave me a word for the house. The Lord gave me a word for the house. Hallelujah. Let me just read some scripture, then I will give you the word. In Psalm Psalm 6, Verse 6. Psalm 6, verse 6. To eight. Let's see. I am weary with my groaning. With my groaning. All night I make my best swim. I drench my couch. With what? My tears. Verse 7. My eye wastes away because of grief. It grows old because of all my enemies. Because of my enemies. He didn't revenge on the enemy, but he concentrated on God. Okay? Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. For the Lord has heard the voice of what did he hear of my weeping. He heard had the voice of my weeping. Who says you can't weep before God? It's time to go there and weep. It's your father. You can weep there. Weep there, groan there, sigh there. Roll on the ground before him. Lift up your voice. Let it be known. Let's come out with fallen eye. It's not because anyone beat you. But you were in the place of deep groaning. And he said, my enemies now know that God has answered me. May God answer your prayers in Jesus' name. In Job chapter 16 verse 20. Let's read that then. I will read the, the word. Job chapter 16 verse 20. Let's read it. How many of you are convinced that we need to groan before the Lord? We need to sigh before the Lord. We need to weep before the Lord. Not to weep in depression or discouragement. We are praying. It's part of prayer. Groaning is part of prayer. My friends, call me. My eyes pour out tears to God. You know this. How? You will know that there are They scorn you. Recently, some, some set of people were scorning me. I didn't say a word. And at that time, you become so stupid. I have to be telling people how many of you know something about temperament? Some of you know. I told somebody, I say, I'm a choleric. And I'm supposed to be violent in nature. I'm supposed to give you, give it to you. And I know how to do it. I know the right answer to give you that you will go home in shame. And the spirit will not allow me. And we just became submissive. And you are keeping quiet. And God just took over your battle for you. You know, I was preaching recently in Lagos church and said, you have to know which battle is your battle you have to know it because there are some battles that know your battle and you have carried the battle. So Today, we will show them. They will know. It's not your battle. Joseph knew his battle. When enemies rose up against him and wrote a letter, then he went put the letter before the, the, the Lord. He said, God, read it. It's not my battle. And God said, Oh, you, you understand this? He said, Yes. Okay. It is the battle of the singer. What's the name of your music ministry here? Eh? Oh, I don't understand. What's the name of your music ministry? Okay, okay. Whatever name, give 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 them a name. Give them, Iba, give them one name. Okay. Now, so and then they say it's the music ministers that will do it. Say it's not your battle. When you know a battle is not your battle. You take it in the realm of groaning. Because this battle, you know, it's your battle to pay your house rent. <laughs> and pay your children's fees. It's your battle. But there's some battle you see. You know, this one, is not my battle. It's the Lord's battle. And so in the place of groaning, you just take it there. You have that thing in your heart, but you are groaning. And you are asking the spirit to help you groan. Oh, I wish somebody get it. Romans chapter 8 verse 18. Let's close. Romans 8 verse 18. Hallelujah. For I consider this is the word for this church. For I consider Everybody read it with me. Everybody want to go. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which have revealed revealed in us. That is my consideration. This is... Like, let's read really it. Don't say I. Say we. We. If that's your consideration. If this is your consideration. Praise the Lord. What, what are we doing? For we consider... That the sufferings of this present time are not what to be compared. If that is your mentality, coming to set equipment is nothing. He said, consider that this present condition is nothing compared to what is coming. This is a word for you, it's a word for somebody. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Whatever you are going through now. It's not what you will compare with what is coming. I know it. That is why I'm saying. And God knows. God in heaven knows. I'm not preaching to you what I have not experienced. I have seen God walk. I've seen God rising up to defend me. To defend his people. I've seen God rising up to make provision. Where it seems there is no provision. I've seen him making ways. Where there seems to be no way. I've seen him granting favor in the place of hostility. I've seen God vindicating his servant. I've seen God put into shame the enemy put into flight the enemy. These are things I have experienced myself and I have come to let you know that you are going somewhere to happen and that God has a thought towards you. His thoughts are good and not evil to give you a hope and an end and you are going to come back with testimony even to the glory of God and there's going to be joy among his people, and his glories have been revealed. The power of God has been revealed in you in the place of groaning. Stop talking, stop complaining. Come on, somebody. Stop complaining because God is at work in your day. The things God is about to do, if you were told, you will never believe it. If you were told, you will never believe. But God is already working by His Spirit. Let's rise up by His Spirit. God is already working. If you can believe, Jesus said to Mary and Martha, Didn't I say to you? If you can't believe you will see the glory of God. We lift up our hands to say yes Lord we believe let's begin to pray in tongue come on let's begin to pray in tongue <laughs> Come on. come on, come on, come on, guide in the Spirit. come on, guide in the Spirit. come in the Spirit come on someone get in the spirit don't be distracted get in the spirit we are giving birth we are giving birth we are giving birth birth supernaturally we are giving birth supernaturally to the unseen with the spirit is searching. Holy God! God. Shut out! Shut out! The things that have been freely given to us. Search! Out the place that has been given to us. Search out our destiny! Search out our glorious destiny! Je
0: begin
1: to don't sing, just begin to groan.
0: Begin to groan.
1: Just groan, just a few singers groan, groan. Mamma mamma, hmmm, hmmm, you, ah, hey, come on, hey, hey, come on, groan. Yeah!
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's double situation. Mm-hmm. That's double situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Every nation me <sighs> Family for your marriage, oh, 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 oh. come on, somebody. Groan, it's not psychedelic in nature, it's a groaning. Holy Ghost, we hear to you without utterance, without utterance, but the spirit searches. He knows what is in the mind of God concerning us. Eh, 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 eh. Concerning our life, concerning our destiny, the destiny of this church. Without all oh God concerning your life this is the time for that stubborn thing to let go that stubborn area the area that have refused to yield to the power of God to the glory of God Hey Oh Ah Hey Hey
0: Deep calls unto deep. Deep calls unto deep. Let there be a, a cry from the depth of your heart. From the depth of your heart. To the depth of God's heart. Oh, Yelebosula Baba 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 can break you can break barrenness by groaning this was how isaac turned rebecca's story he went and he prayed if you groan in the spirit you are going to give birth to a miracle you're going to give birth to a miracle my lord my lord thank you jesus you have just been ushered into another realm Another dimension of prayer. This is the beginning. You continue to press in to the very depth. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Just lift up your hands yield yourself to the holy spirit to sell the holy spirit i yield myself to you from now on feel free to use me in this dimension in the name of jesus enough of the shallow end enough of shallow waters enough of need Uh, ankle deep you go right to the very depth thank you father thank you lord just say this after me heavenly father I receive an impartation tonight to flow in the groanings of the spirit I yield myself at any time time, you want to move move, feel free free. to interrupt my life life. feel free to intercept my program program. and use my life life. to birth miracles miracles. in the name of Jesus. Jesus thank you Father we bless your name in jesus mighty name amen come on let's give the lord praise glory to god hallelujah glory 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 god is good this ministry has come to you live from every nation midrand for other life-changing messages and more information log on to www.everynationmidrand.org